0: Let's see. Anything else?
1: So, oh, uh, I know oh. that. I, just... I don't know. Uh, I am breaking news. I am breaking uh, news. Uh, Ooh, break! Uh,
0: A three o'clock. Three o'clock. Three Three o'clock. A three A Three o'clock. Three. We've had two three. Two sa- weird sounds. What Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Three
1: o'clock.
2: Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Three o'clock.
1: on this topic.
0: Trust the process.
3: You get what you pay for, and the last time I checked, a 3 o'clock parade radio
2: subscription was free, and I still want my money back. Yeah, it looks
0: like the Robins are getting ready to celebrate Valentine's Day today. What episode is it? Oh, right around number 69. And believe me, things couldn't be any better than they are today. Yes, sir, vacations are now as high as 20,000, and theme park rides flicker up there on a big screen. And with Adventure Is Out There Travel, you can travel by train from New York to California in less than seven days. And I even hear talk about a Becca B E K K A from Adventure Is Out There Travel who is working on some sort of special deal and travel booking contraption. <laughs> It'll definitely work. Contact at A I O T Travel on this interwebs contraption. Kungaloosh, viva Gaia, and uh, what number am I thinking of?
1: Please don't, Please, don't Please don't say it. Please don't say it. Please don't say it. Sixty-nine, dude. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Uh, so oh, we did it. We made it to sixty-nine, uh, and it also happens to be Skipper Zink's
1: instantly- birthday. You're it?
3: Literally the greatest. Well,
1: happy birthday. Of my life. Thank you was for that-
3: talking over me, Rhiannon. Nothing's changed in the sixty-nine episodes we've done together, but I still have been looking forward to this episode. For so long, you both of you two know the things I like most in life are videos of football hitting people in the nuts and the number sixty-nine. I've loved this since a pen, ten, and I love it today more than ever.
0: That definitely sounds like you, yeah. Step. I know you've told me that many times in the past. Um, welcome to the three o'clock parade. This is Drunk at Disney. It. Yeah, this is Drunk at Disney here in Orlando, and as always, just down the road, it's Rhiannon. Hey. And on this very special occasion, way out, as always, on the left coast, on his birthday. Happy birthday to Skipper Dick Ritchie! Thank you very much,
3: and as I say, it's the best coast. Happy yet.
0: birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. Sounding better than ever.
3: Thank you. Actually, uh, to tell you the truth, in, in California, we have uh, medical marijuana stores, like you have Wawa, and those in New England have Cumberland Farms. So I mixed some medical marijuana into my CPAP machine and now it works like a uh, reverse helium balloon. You know, I sound smarter. It's gonna be a much better show, I feel.
0: (laughs) Well, hey, whatever works for us. I mean, that's gonna be exciting. I know you started off the day uh, er drinking early this morning some uh, margaritas at one of your favorite places, so. I did, well, first
3: I, I periscoped two of my showers uh, then I drank some margaritas, and right before the mm-hmm. recording of mm-hmm. this show, I masturbated to my tiki mug collection. So it's been literally the greatest day
0: ever.
1: Oh, fantastic. Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to say it's an average day. I mean, pretty much. It's an average no, day. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. My oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, you must be extremely excited, Skipper Dick Ritchie, because it finally has been announced that Pandora at Disney's Animal Kingdom will be opening. Couldn't
3: be happier. Raise your hand if Walt Disney himself has walked in your parks. All right. So I have the floor here. And and let me tell you, there's some (laughs) scary news coming up uh, because this weekend we're going to have a Disneyland annual price increase. And I'll give you a sneak peek of what it is. It's two thousand dollars a person. And that's the seasonal after four, and at DCA, and we still line up and take it because we have the two most magical parks in the world, and not forced to take this IP crap like Pandora, World of Avatar, like you guys.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm Rhiannon. Are you that's at all getting scary. more excited? Are you getting at all more excited, Rhiannon? No. No, not even at all,
1: huh? I mean. Am I gonna go? Of course. Am I gonna enjoy myself? Most likely. Am I excited? Mm-hmm. Right. I
0: think. I think one of the things that's going to happen is that's going to be the main thing. Is people are excited that there's a new Disney World land, something new at Disney World to do. And I don't think. I don't think there's literally going to be. I mean, I I can count on one hand the amount of people that are that excited about uh, Avatar. You know, we always talk about T Dub with Skipper. He and Skipper always get at it, and he's excited about it. And uh, that's a pretty short list right there, uh, Skipper Gritchie, are, are you gonna? Are you? You're gonna miss it a little bit. You're coming down in March, but next year you'll be able to check it out. You
3: You keep saying there's a bunch of stuff to do. What have they said they're going to do except walk around and see trees, which people already don't do at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> they don't show yeah. you riding rocks.
0: They show a bunch of trees to walk. Through. Did you get a chance to see the picture? That was, I don't believe it was watermarked this time from uh, WDW News Today. Did you see the picture of someone riding a Banshee-style ride attraction vehicle?
3: I did see the picture. What was very interesting is they did a a long uh, report on their website, wwnt.com, and they speculated that there may be two riders available. There are actually two people in the actual picture, but the picture is so blurry uh, that it's hard to make out. There's a person sitting in front of the more obvious person in the back. Oh! So you are I have right not noticed
0: that
1: multiple
3: yet. Multiple people on this Banshee. I guess it's Disney's version of a, of a bang bus or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely uh-huh, uh-huh. see how this track Well, you know,
1: at least that's work. not a 69 position. <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> but there was... Right. I mean, this is something
0: that people thought was going to happen, and then there was a lot of word that there was not going to be a... Interesting ride vehicle, and they were going to possibly do just like, F- or a uh, Soren style seats. So this is definitely an improvement on that. That possibility. So- <laughs> you sound skeptical, Skipper?
3: Time will tell. Yes, yes. I know, I know, Skipper. You're a big fan of wait and see. Very much, wait and see. I still miss my goats out here in Disneyland. I'm still shedding a tear for them. So it's hard to. Bring my spirits up for a fake animal, like a banshee down there.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: On a related a. note, Goats. on a related note, and I want to hear Rhiannon your level of excitement. Any more excitement for now? The fact that it looks like rivers of light will be coming sooner rather than later. They actually played it the other night to what is someone has, has, has said that had, had seen it before they have cut out a few parts. So it's a little bit shorter show. Did you happen to see it? I did not. I don't really watch YouTube videos of rides too often or shows. So, But I'm taking their word for it that it's shorter. Are you getting more excited for this, Rhiannon?
1: No. <laughs>
0: Add it to the list.
1: I'm sorry. I mean, again, will I go see it? Sure. Yeah. Will I, I enjoy, I enjoy it? it? I'm sure I will. Am I excited about it? No. Well, I think I mean, I- 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 yeah. To me, like, defining excitement is like, counting down the days, looking forward to the merchandise. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, I, no. Mm-mm.
0: Right. I think this definitely fills the need more than anything. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, I'm so damn excited for Rivers of Light. But on those longer park days, it is nice to have an evening show to cap off the day. And I think that's where the majority of guests will take care of this. I don't think literally people are sitting at home in Maryland saying, I can't wait for this Rivers of Light. I'm going to book my vacation just to see it. Skipper, are you going to book vacation just to see Rivers of Light? First of all, we have the greatest
3: nighttime spectacular out here in California in the world of color. This looks like a poor man's version of that, almost like a three-hour glorious tribute to animals that's been cut down to a minute and a half. But these these people booking their vacations, like you said, are going to be very surprised when they have to wait up to an hour or more in standby – to get into an extremely small stadium for this show that is going to be really quick, so I think you're going to have some very disappointed people at first who had a very long day at Animal Kingdom uh, to cap it off with that after a long wait for it.
1: is that are you exaggerating or is that a fact? I mean, no. How, the, how long is this? Fantastic
3: for? has a much bigger stadium than than Rivers of Light Stadium does, and the line yeah. I'm sure you've seen lines for that. So this is uh, yeah. probably. A third well
0: can fit in here. And, you know, speculation, we really don't even really need to speculate. They had a Jungle Book show last summer. And, I mean, that place was a shit show. I mean, it is packed. <laughs> I mean, you go back there and it was – I mean, when you, when you take that turn from, like, uh, the regular Anandapur back towards Exhibition Everest, from the, from the minute you pass those gibbon monkeys – it is shoulder to shoulder people from there all the way to Expedition Everest, and that's with people being filed into the theater. And on the other side, where um, Dino Land is, they had a dinner dinner a dinner package even for the Jungle Book show, and that line extended into Dino Land. I mean, it was it it, it is a bit of a mess well, to cluster. Yeah, up.
1: I mean, I I'm assuming of course they're going to do fast pass entrance and all
0: that. Yeah, they had that for Jungle Book. Yes.
1: Oh, they yeah, did.
0: I, th- I think
3: you do more dining yeah. rather than that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, don't I, I, I've confessed this before, but I'll confess it again. I've never seen Fantasmic because of the freaking lines, and I even did look into doing a dinner package, whatever, do brown derby and do it, and it's still it's like, well, line up forty-five minutes in advance. I'm like, fuck, fuck that.
0: Yeah. You you have to use so. a fast pass, and if you want to show up late to Fantasmic, which is what I want to do. I want to roll in, maybe not get there. Late. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, I want to show up 10 minutes before it sh- starts, and you, what's funny, if you want to do that for Fantasmic, and i say that again for Rivers of Light, probably, there's a little different, and I'll get to that in a second. You, you do have to get a Fast Pass to then get there 15 minutes before it starts, and then be in the back. So you can get standing room only, but you actually have to get a Fast
1: Pass so, to do it. but Unlike Phantasmic, which is hidden in a corner of the park, which is only accessible by one path or whatever, yeah. this is pretty much open to all of Animal Kingdom. So what I'm wondering is just how bad would the view be if you're just chilling, leaning over an edge, not actually in the stadium?
0: That's what I'm hoping for is because here, the way it is, in a. it will be different from Jungle Book in that way in that that was stages facing the crowd this way the problem is riannon though if you're walking from again from regular asia it's open Mm -hmm. from the monkeys till about the bathrooms and then the way the stage is that's a building on that side so it blocks the view all the way around to the bridge to dino land so you can't just like see in because it's a building now So unlike, um, yeah, there is a spot you can chill on the bridge, but that bridge is only about a hundred feet long. And then. So everyone,
1: their mom is going to have that plan.
0: Yeah. And then it just depends. Can you see anything from, are they going to let you walk over to the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Flame tree barbecue? Probably not. Or they'll sell it. If it's, if it's at all decent, they'll sell it. So
3: I do want to applaud the decision for not seeing Fantasmic because the only Fantasmic that you should see, is out here at Disneyland.
1: Yeah, hey, fun fact, the only time I've been to Disneyland, I got a fast pass for Fantasmic, and I still deemed the line too long, and I didn't watch it. Because I'm an asshole. So there you go.
0: Well, I mean, how much time do you really want to, I mean, and that's where it comes to all these shows. And, that, and that's where I think the reviews of Rivers of Light are going to hinge on, is if you're, co- if you're committing an hour and a half to this show, your expectations are gonna be At one spot, if you're committing just the 15 minutes of the show, your expectations are going to be, I think it's going to be two different experiences.
3: I read a whole bunch of reviews on Twitter last night, and apparently it is a breathtaking must-see show that is Disney's all-time greatest. So you, you, clearly you've been reading. Hashtag uh, Disney's SM moms. Does SM mean what I think it does? Yes, the social –
0: it's it's actually – there's a gathering. I believe it's the uh, social media MILFs.
3: Oh, okay. Hmm. I thought it was SN. so I'm glad it, it's social media. Well, that's what you're saying? Yeah, social media MILFs. Okay, thank you. I believe that's what it's called. Well, they uh, say it's great, and they have a track record of only supporting the highest quality Disney entertainment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like dessert
0: parties? Oh, it, oh they absolutely, yeah. They, the, 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 the social media moms thing is – funny in a way that I would love to know more about it are these 100% comp trips or are they also paying for probably just a discounted group rate I don't know there's a lot
3: of them I think I'd speculate it's paid for It's it's a junket
1: speaking of paid for are we talking at all tonight about paddlefish
0: we can uh, I think we, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it comes up a little bit. What I did want to talk about. It in it? The fact I don't know. Spo- no sorry, spoiler. Let's go. Let's go straight to it. Breaking news. Oh boy. Sorry. Um, I that that was a great segue. No, right. yeah. for and paddlefish. Right, because paddlefish did open again to a uh, a preview, and
1: and I want ahead. to know why you weren't invited. No, I'm asking you. Why were? Where was your invitation? Do they not know who you are? My
0: mailbox must be extremely difficult to find, because I...
3: <laughs> when Drunkie, when you send an email, it goes to my spam box. If you check that, maybe all your mail
0: goes to spam. It's possible. My mailbox is very difficult to find, because I do not get invited to anything. But that being said, I, I made I mean, fun of this want, at, in the moment uh,
1: want a good review... I made fun of a this this morning. Second <laughs> edition. Fine, just <you've laughs> keep talking over me. God. It's like... 69 right? am <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: responding to your comment of why wasn't I there? And I did laugh because I was like, I'm looking on, of course, watching Twitter. And uh, it was like nine o'clock in the morning. And, you know, you can just see the sharks swimming. They're like, you can see 16 different accounts like, here I am at the garage. Here I am walking by the boathouse. And I'm like, oh my God, it's 9 a.m. And we're going to go have some, some uh, what, drinks and, uh, and jambalaya?
1: Sounds like your typical Tuesday.
0: First time that they've been to Disney
3: Springs since the homecoming.
0: (laughs) So I just left. I just, the timing on these things are always so bad. Um, Literally like 9am on a, on a weekday. And it's just, uh, that does make me laugh. Um, And then you're going to go try all this stuff. And I I get it. That's what these media things are, but they definitely don't. uh, That part of it is not appealing. Free food. I will take all dang day and I will sell out to anyone that is willing to give me free things, so that's fine. And apparently it all tasted great. Every piece
3: of free food and drink was the best on Disney property, at least according to social media.
0: It better though, to be honest, did you take a look at the menu? And here's where we uh, had, had a gathering over the weekend, we were talking and it was, we were laughing about the um, the drink menu, which obviously we I looked at oh first. Oh my God. And yes. obviously there are, there are expensive drinks at every, the every vacation destination in the world. And obviously Disney included, but typically when you go to a place like even the Boathouse or Jock Lindsay's or Trader Sam's, there is an $11, $12 drink on the menu and they go up from there. They just come out and start at $17. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I can't stomach that.
0: And that to me is not, I don't mind. And I'm never going to complain about the offerings of expensive options. I, that's what you're gonna have a, on a vacation destination, but you. But the fact there's not even, I mean, a sangria is fifteen dollars. Like when I go to when I go to Trader Sam's, I'll get a uh, dark and tropical, um, and it's like eleven dollars, which is that's just so nice to have as an option, and uh, as an as an option, so you don't have to go for the full full. You don't have to go full Boathouse. Is a dark and tropical kids version of a dark and stormy? Yeah, yeah. exactly yes dark, dark and tropical storming is what it is
1: well like the same thing happened with homecoming i mean correct me if i'm wrong but their drink menu is also insanely expensive like they have margaritas that make Cabo look affordable yeah yeah,
0: yeah. well i guess it probably is better if you're gonna throw out a menu and kind of work with it over time i guess really it is probably better to start high and move low rather than come out and just immediately jack your prices two or three dollars a drink
3: that's, Again. that's what, you know, more of, you know, Asia did.
0: They did? They went up? Seeing
3: prices every couple of weeks. At the very beginning.
0: <laughs> I didn't remember that, but I totally believe it.
3: Crazy news that you guys have point I'm actually She's on pretty- strike from Paddlefish <laughs> because as a Disney um, college program, I used to go to Fulton's Crab House and a server there was some extra crab cakes. So I'm very upset mm. that it switched mm. over to this very sterile office-looking building on the wall.
1: It is, isn't it? Yes.
0: Disgusting. They um, they did do a shout out. Okay, I'm gonna go. With, I was wrong. There is a $14 uh, like, drink. Ah, and it's, yeah. man. Lily, oh, it's poor man's. Lily and and they, they they did pay homage to the Disney fans and the college program uh, oh, grads like yourself, stupid, so because it's called the Lily Spritz because that was originally once called the Empress Lily. Uh, I'm
3: back on. Paddlefish is now the best restaurant at Disney. <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you know, once they throw in those little nods to the old school, it has uh, actually a stunning view of the rainforest cafe. It's just a beautiful oh, yeah. vista that you're looking at. Well,
1: have you also seen the themed swizzle sticks?
0: No, I have not actually. Yeah. Please explain.
1: Yeah, they have. They're like little acres
0: Okay, I do. I do like that. I do like a good swizzle stick.
1: Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Yeah.
0: I mean that is the Jock Lindsey's. That is what takes them to the next level. Yes. Is the, is the do coast? You think, do you think they did
3: not go with the obvious paddle for paddlefish because of the gimmick infringement with Boathouse Drunky?
0: <laughs> Actually, that would be uh, at at uh, J- Jock Lindsay's has the paddle with the snake wrapped around it. So Reggie's you're right. About, Reggie's Revenge. Yeah, yes, Reggie's Revenge has that. Can somebody that, so
1: remind me what the fuck the Edison's supposed to be? I, mean, I know a restaurant, but like, what, what's their what's their thing? Well, technically, I, like it's, I don't know it's if it's like a restaurant actually. Too?
0: No, um, the, the, restaurant. the Edison, from my understanding, I looked at the one. There's one in California. You're yeah. Nicko, and it is a basically it from. I, I could be. I did not see a dining room. They're, they might have food, but it's uh, different rooms of like they'll have a main stage with entertainment. And smaller, and I think it's like a almost like an entertainment complex rather than oh. a restaurant.
3: So you have wow. multiple okay, bars,
0: that's... like a yeah, quiet a of, room, live, game live, room, live bands. And,
1: oh, yeah. why did so I not know that? It's, hmm. it's, it's more
0: it's of an thing to like
1: tell your sphere. Well, there hasn't been a lot of talk about it,
0: really to be honest, other than hey, this used to be, you know, pictures of it being constructed, but nobody really right. has talked about what it is. Um, going to be hmm. so. I just happened to look it up once to see what the one in California was, and it was mostly like, like, like uh, uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie just said, um, yeah. different live band areas and musicians, and I think like okay. rooms. A whole bunch of different. I, I actually submitted an idea for me and Drunky
3: to set up uh, live massages there. You know, those massage tables, and we would give it massages. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can, or,
1: can I pay to yeah. not receive a massage?
3: Disney turned me down flat. So you don't have to worry about that. But You
1: see
3: contortionists and other things in, in those areas, but not as talented as us. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Mark. Now, Disney giveth,
0: with a new restaurant, the Paddlefish, but Disney then also, on the other hand, taketh away Rhiannon, scale of one to ten, disappointment level that the starring roles cafe at Hollywood Studios has bit the dust.
1: Really, I had not heard that.
0: Yeah, it closed a couple days ago.
1: I don't know where I've been the past week or two. I'm sorry. If you um, or I'm something? 14... Yeah, right. Weird. Um, yeah, I mean normally I say like feign ignorance to be a bitch, but I'm actually not faking tonight on the six yes. hundred episode.
0: Yeah, it closed on Saturday uh, for the first uh, for the for the last time.
1: And was that announced ahead of time? Like, I mean, just how Fair. out of touch am I? Like,
0: like, no, did like, they, two,
1: days, it like two days. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. That's weird. Um, uh, So, but to address your initial question, um, true story. I had never stepped foot in there until a couple of weeks ago just to check out what their alcoholic offerings were for our second edition of the book. Which Didn't were? Purchase. I don't remember. I took a picture.
0: Anything good. I mean, I what, they had
1: it. They no. had it. Well yeah, I like never, I think you
0: could get a different really either. I just yeah. I always peek in and uh, I didn't want somewhere else, else. But um skipper to Gritchie, scale of one to ten, disappointment level on Starring Rolls Cafe, next to your beloved brown derby, your favorite restaurant, as you know. Um, on a scale on a scale of one to ten until one, because I think
3: we all always uh, have talked to and discussed that there's just too many options for food and drink at Disney Hollywood Studios. Just start getting rid of them. People don't need this much.
1: Skipper, Skipper, what, what if, what if this meant somehow bringing back your favorite catwalk bar? And this became like the new entrance and first level, and then you could access a second level, and it was a bar.
3: If I hadn't already masturbated today, I would be letting out the idea of that.
1: Thank you very much. You're welcome, happy birthday.
3: Thank you very much again, it's still the greatest
0: day. Maybe it just got better somehow. that happening. Um starring roles, uh, we, I went there on Saturday to Hollywood Studios and talked to a couple of people as we were just kind of chilling around and got some information, and that was made a lot of sense when we said it. First off, my goal, my hope was that this meant that the Brown Derby Lounge might be moving to an indoor location, which got me excited. So I asked the bartender if he had heard anything, and he said, absolutely not, that will never happen because they just... This last few months, spent like twenty grand on the current bar. (laughs) Rewrote like Uh, they rewrote water. I don't like. I see
1: where that money's going.
0: Well, they had to rerun uh, pipes from the restaurant into it because it used to just have to be like coolers and jugs of ice, and they so they had to run uh, power and uh, sewer lines and all that stuff. And then they bought this big nice bar as opposed to the old cart that used to be sitting there. So anyways. And then the other person said that and it makes sense that actually Starring Rolls was scheduled to close a lot immediately when Starbucks opened, when they put up their cafe. But because of the massive crowds, they kept it open. And now they don't have to deal with that too much. So, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the reasoning is to now close it today, but that it was actually meant to close much earlier when it was sort of like it's extra to what is offered directly across the street at Starbucks. So that made a lot of sense, actually.
3: Do you realize how badly we Disneyland fans feel for you out there and the crap you have to deal with? It's really pathetic. (laughs) It would not take away Starring Rolls Cafe if it was out there. We would have a riot line out in front of it that would make that woman's march
0: a couple weeks ago Look small.
3: Hell what? no, Starring World won't mm. go So we're out here.
0: Man, I tell you, you are really fired up about – I mean your, your your love of Disneyland is usually about maybe like a 5 or a 6 uh, compared to Disney World. Today it's literally like a 10 Every 1. out
3: here is better. And, you know, I actually finally – I listened to another podcast. And I, I don't mean if I've heard it. I finally listened. And it's a, it's a podcast I've been kind of insulting, uh, The E-Ticket Report. And they yeah, really yeah. they really have a great episode, and I finally – it went to my heart, and I understand how much better things are here in Disneyland and California in general. We're out here to save the world while you red stagers mm-hmm. are trying to destroy it.
0: Hey. And come to see the light. Yeah. Hey. Yep, you, really have, you, you really have changed a little bit over the last couple of weeks. It Hashtag not the all, to.
1: all Floridians.
0: Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, I do want to get a grade from you, Rhiannon, on your excitement level of the Mm, flower power concert bands. Uh,
1: let's see. You're just, you're trolling me at this point. Like you could actually hear about something that would excite me and you're not going to ask me about it because you just only want to present me with things to make me sigh.
0: Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to read them and I want you to pick out the one that is least least offensive to you. you. The one that jumps out. All right. Okay. All right, All right, so I'm so just going to read gonna them without comment. John Ciccata, mm-hmm. Dennis DeYoung, Pointer, Pointer Sisters, Sisters, Simple Plan, Plain White Tees, Night White Ranger, White Little River, River Band, Blood, Sweat, and Tears Dream featuring Bo Bice, Gin Blossoms, Blossoms The, the Orchestra, Orchestra starring former members of ELO, Expose, Berlin, Berlin featuring Terry Nunn, Starship Star Star featuring Mickey Thomas, Thomas, The Guess Who, Herman's Thomas, Hermits starring afternoon, uh, and The Spinners.
1: Pick. <sighs> um, I'm going to go with a tie between John Sakata and I've already forgotten the other ones. So that's how exciting I Blossoms, I believe? No, no. The, 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 that, that band, you know, they, they they had the song and the, yeah, you know. That's, that. that's all of them. Oh.
0: Yeah, you just described all of them. Okay. Um, anything jump out to you, Skipper DeGritchy?
3: I'm actually just glad your game wasn't are these bands alive or dead? Because I would have got half
0: wrong if you're saying they're all playing.
1: (laughs) Whatever, you just pissed off that Tiffany's not going to be there.
0: That is true. That is your favorite, as you know. As you know, Skipper, that is your absolute favorite. When I was periscoping
3: my first shower, I was uh, singing, I think we're alone now, and I was rocking it, as you know I do.
1: And you were wrong.
0: A lot of hearts. Okay, this one's serious, Rhiannon. I want to know your thoughts. A new character breakfast coming to... Trattoria al Forno on the boardwalk. This Royal Couples. Royal Couples, and it's Tangle think? and the Little Mermaid are the ones that are offered right now. No, this not is, This not is a pure move of desperation. This is for, that, for the restaurant? Yes. Or, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. That place is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be good so bad. Because I want a great restaurant on boardwalk other than you know flying fish and i just want another great restaurant why can't it be good it's the best
1: location what? possibly what was wrong with Cuzina? i mean it was just like a contract thing with cat cora or something because Cuzina was great i loved Cuzina. i made it a point to go there whenever before i moved here and i only had my once a year trip we would go there once a year it was a, one of our favorite places to go i say bring back Cuzina.
0: Cora, save us. You're our only hope. But that's probably not true. There's probably several TV well, celebrity chefs yeah, that can save sure. us. Yeah, we could find somebody.
3: Probably find somebody. Um, um, come back in. Save this one. No.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> food restaurants? No.
1: no. <laughs>
3: Bring
0: Flavor Flavortown to the boardwalk.
3: Mm-hmm. Drunkie, Drunk, I need you to confirm a story that I read on the interweb because I, I didn't think it could be true. And this is about... In room dining at Walt Disney World, and what it sounds like from what I read on WW Magic is that they're going to be dropping off the food at your door. Is basically Disney ordering from Amazon Express and just <laughs> delivered to your room within an hour. No, and no Skipper, Skipper, it's
1: just
3: Grubhub. Ah, okay.
1: It's
0: funny because yeah, Skipper, you actually once imagine this yourself. That was a different Skipper Dick Ritchie. There was a pre
3: e-ticket report, Skipper Dick Ritchie, and the one I am today a more enlightened one uh, after listening Mm -hmm. to the soothing sounds of Chris Wakefield, Tim Grassi, and Derek Bergen. The man Uh I dreamed I could be. The man I wish I could be.
0: Well, here's what here's what it sounds like to me. You can get room service, which is basically ordering from pizza a fine dining restaurant. This is in this is in like the contemporary like. Deluxe resorts only, which comes uh, from like a regular restaurant kitchen. And this sounds like a cheaper B version where you're just ordering from instead of ordering from the wave, you're ordering from Contempo Cafe. So
3: you're ordering, and they stop it off your door, knock, and leave like they're leaving, you know, if
0: you know what, (laughs) ding ding dong ditch, flaming
1: bag of Contempo food,
0: (laughs) ding dong ditch. I love it. <laughs> Somebody stop on it quick! <laughs> oh shoot! It's your uh,
1: it's your flat
0: it's your flatbread from Contempo Cafe. Now
1: it's flatter.
0: <laughs> oh, let's see. Within thirty minutes of ordering, there you go. So it does not replace traditional room service. It does offer a quick service option. Um, yeah. I, okay. Skipper, you seem pretty
3: upset about this. As I usual. don't understand why they're making a the point of saying traditional room servers say set it up in your room. This one, they're leaving at the door. I just don't understand that, unless <laughs> another good. company like Amazon is like dropping it off. And they're here's, trying-
1: um, yeah, think there's here's the to
0: difference. Here's the difference. You're, you're, expected to tip, you're expected to tip one, one not, tip not tip the other.
1: Okay. Oh. I, I would like to say on the record that I love this idea because it's for, for people, people like me, who don't, don't like people, people this, this takes the people, people out of the equation. I, I can, can just, just get, get fucking food, food and, and not have to, to like make, make pleasantries with somebody or explain, or explain to them why I have a hankering for like a giant plate of, that too. Yes.
0: New idea, new idea, new idea. Make it we'll like, like, like a like, s- Make it like yeah, a we'll slot, we'll slot in the door.
1: A we'll we'll slot in the door, we'll you slide
0: it open, right about waist high. And you get to
1: <laughs> question. Question. That is multi-use. All- all- we could do that. Can I?
3: <laughs> if Start if I ever
1: in a situation where I'm on house arrest, can I choose my house to be at Walt Disney World Resort? Resort? Could you imagine? Yeah. Depends what the crime it's, is. It's pop
3: century because they don't want you <laughs> to enjoy it. Mm. <laughs> it's
1: better than All-Stars.
3: Cool. try walking across that bridge, you get shocked in the, the call. <laughs> if you try
0: to get over to... Uh, the uh, art of animation.
1: I don't think that's how house arrest works, I love, but... I love...
0: I love the... That's the best part, uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie, is that when you go to Pop Century, anyone can walk into their pool gates. But if you go across the edge of the bridge, they put locks on their pool gates. Yes.
3: They're going to have I heard, soon, too.
1: That's the other, other way around. Wait, so who's paying for the wall? The cover. universe. <laughs>
0: Universal. And he, hey, Skipper, now, yeah. you listen to the E-Ticket Report.
2: I apparently. and
3: I, I mean, do I
0: want, want to it. apologize
3: for all the things I have said about Universal over the years. It turns out they're really the park that my beloved Disneyland used to be in the 50s 60s, 70s. They actually care about guests. I've been completely wrong, and I redact everything I've ever said.
1: Wow. Skipper, it sounds like you've had too many birthday margaritas.
3: Not enough. Don't
1: forget, it's only
3: like 3 o'clock in the afternoon here, right? You guys are about to go to bed. My day's just starting.
1: Skipper, I'm I think you so have an interesting concept of what central time zone is.
0: Because you know you're in Texas right now, remember? What? <laughs> remember you're in Texas? I, just, I don't know how much medical, medical marijuana I took in that CPAP machine. <laughs> I still <laughs> went to the box. Um. I am surprised to hear you say these things. You've always said you really weren't that interested in Universal. But it is interesting to hear you get taking maybe a new interest in the other brand.
1: This is a new one Skipper.
0: How do you feel Skipper
1: how do you feel about Samsung? Central?
0: El Paso? Ooh, it's 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 over there.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe it's is it mountain time zone? I don't know.
3: I think Mount he, the time zone is. I've taken it from the Disney Cruise Line, where it's called their ship time, and I work on skipper time. So whatever time it was when I left Disneyland is what time it is when I landed in El Paso. So,
4: so it Paso. still would not be three
1: o'clock in the afternoon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, I never. A little, these little, a little, uh. uh been drinking yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah I've had a I, lot I, of I
1: never friends. valued you for your math skills, so that's
3: okay. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. I've my a name. lot of friends and a lot of listeners to shows buying me drinks. I feel like drunky anytime he goes to the parks. This is just a, a wonderful day. I want to thank you all.
0: You're uh, Wait.
1: People happy birthday. buy things for you, Drunko?
0: Happy, happy birthday. Very rarely. Rarely.
3: Uh
1: let's He
0: see. just forgets his wallet. they they have to. It's not really a <laughs> <tort>. <laughs> they not they want what? to. All right. Um, something that I did I, was able to do over the weekend is I had, I had never done it, was went to Oak Trail Golf Club, which we call the Oak Trail Country Club at Disney. It is included in your Platinum plus pass, so now that we uh, have them, been trying to take advantage, and uh, we did get a chance to talk to uh, the three o'clock parade news reporter, Colin, who went live at oak trail country club for a story so colin where are you at i said colin
4: this is three o'clock radio beef reporter colin signing on live from the oak trail country club here today we're with mr pete, pete brown pete brown and your title here is sir i am the starter for oak trail We have a a series of questions we start out with every interview, just to get to know each other a little bit better. Do you, sir, in fact, work out? I do. I play hockey, ice hockey. And just to paint you a picture, he does have very nice teeth. Now, how do you feel about asparagus? I like asparagus. What is the Oak Trail official company policy on bringing beer or extraneous alcoholic beverages onto the course? I am not positive, but we have alcoholic beverages that they sell at the food station, so I think it's probably okay. So the Oak Trail Country Club operates on a don't ask, don't tell policy. You betcha. This is the kind wow. of bringing informational news that we're looking for. Thank you, sir. And uh, Sunday is tomorrow, the Super Bowl. And go ahead and send a shout out to your team. Go Pats. We love you.
1: Mm. We're out. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you sir. Well,
1: wow. um, so, question, because I'm not, not much of much a golf of a person. person. So, so when, when he, he says starter, is that, that like a fluffer <laughs> in golf? That was
3: my <laughs> question, too. A really poor question yeah. yeah. from Colin there, because the guy just yeah. made it. Yeah. Would yeah. he even work there? Was he actually just hiding
0: from the cops? Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, is it a volunteer position? The
0: starter is the guy that, you, that gives you your, you, you have to start on the first tee. They
3: give you the instructions oh. and they tell you when you can go. They fire the gun like a merit. I have seen this on the marathon. Basically, basically. They fire- okay, got it. What
1: kind of like resume do you have to have to qualify to be able to tell somebody when to begin golfing?
0: It appears from going to golf courses around uh, the area that the number one job uh, responsibility or the number one job qualification is to be retired.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the number one job. So it job is, is.
0: We volunteer we use position. the
3: word mentally challenged now. Drunky. No, no, no. I
0: said retired. Skipper. You said reti- oh, retired. Huh. Yes, that's the correct that word. That is a sensitive subject here on the three o'clock parade. Look, <laughs> you, rem- you remember one time.
1: When- <laughs> one time.
0: Skipper, I thought you would remember ah. not to- that no one would use that word here on the three o'clock parade ever again. That's why I was correct. It's verboten. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, the Oak Trail Country Club is awesome. Uh, let's see uh, 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 uh Evergreens do is an awesome car. They do not I did not see a fluffer. There are lots of turkeys. Mm. We saw an alligator and so they have a ball washer. I heard those are big at
3: golf yes. courses, and I've always needed my ball wash. Yes. As a matter of fact, they did have a ball washer on <laughs> just about every hole. I'm going to upgrade my pass now. To what is it? Mm-hmm. Platinum Premium Plus? Platinum. Soup,
0: soup. Platinum Premium Plus. Yes, that sounds about right.
1: <laughs> we'll also
0: soup. get you into Pandora uh, uh, with the blackout dates. Okay. So you're good. But nowhere
1: still. else. Nowhere yeah. else. Blackout dates. You're just Something going to Pandora.
0: Bad that's, bad it. Bad. Yeah, that's it. that's <laughs> it. <laughs> literally,
1: if you have that <laughs> badge, you have to go to Pandora. <laughs> Sorry. You are blocked out of every. Some other people place. pay extra. You to go avoid into Pandora
3: that. and you walk out the Rainforest Cafe, and you're
0: back at <laughs> you okay. no, you the
1: you have the express shuttle now.
0: It's true. I wanted to go on uh, uh, the uh, Kilimanjaro safaris. I'm stars. sorry, sir. You have the Platinum Plus. You have to go yeah. to Plus. Plus. Platinum. Go to Pandora. Gotta go to, to Pandora. Go so, so let's much. see. Anything else of note? Rihanna will be happy to know that Doc McStuffins will now be greeting guests at uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch. Rihanna?
1: Who?
0: Exactly. There you go. Okay. There you go. And let's see. I I did want to ask you about this, Skipper to Scale of 1 to 10, you are our movie uh, guru here, our Disney movie guru here on the 3 o'clock parade. Scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you about the new Guardians of the Galaxy preview trailer that just came out for the new movie?
3: Negative 10 because it reminds me of how my beloved Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, adventure are now being infested with mm-hmm. IPs, like uh, the pathetic parks down wow.
4: there. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. really changed
3: your tune on that, Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I listened finally to the e part I didn't just have it on and heard it, I listened to what mm-hmm. they're saying. Mm-hmm. And it right. was words of wisdom, and I have been so wrong on so many things.
1: Are you sure it's not just because it's your birthday so now you're another year wiser?
3: That could be it, too. Uh,
1: okay.
0: Oh. Man, you really have changed your tune on several of these topics. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I
3: also, in here in Texas, I'm closer to Florida. I mean, I could smell you uh-huh. guys. I used uh-huh. my binoculars, and I could see that volcano bay that Universal's building off I-4. And I gotta tell you, it's probably the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I've been to Disneyland. I've it's just unbelievable. When are we you going? Were, you were able to see the volcano bay? I Put the magnification up to
1: 200x. Is there, is there like an El Paso eye? I? Right I
3: saw that right next to it. The
2: El
0: Paso eye? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, yes. a good view?
0: Love it. The El Paso eye. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? We, it is time. The time oh, has boy. come. I need to get to our uh, new intro that we have. We have a new intro today. Where the hell did it go? Uh, let's see. Man, where'd she go? I'm right here. Let's see. Well, I swear it's coming.
1: That's, <laughs> a... That's what I am. <clears throat> All right.
0: You're welcome. All right, here we go. Here we go. What the
1: hell is a sour boner. Oh, I have to ask, what the hell
0: is a sour boner? There you go. That's the sneak peek on the new intro, Rhiannon. You didn't like me singing, so we're gonna we got Maelstrom Viking to start. uh, We're gonna get her to sing a song for us. So there you go. So welcome to the ass sour boner, Skipper de
3: Grinchy. Are you ready? I am ready. I actually have a question for ass sour boner. Do you know if Becca at AdventureIsOutThereTravel.com will? connect me to my Universal Orlando Resort vacation that I might be planning in the next couple months.
0: (laughs) Skipper, I'm I'm surprised to hear you ask, but I'm sure Becca, B-E-K-K-A at Adventures Out of Travel will take care of you. Hmm. I'm I'm sending an email as we (laughs) speak. Now that actually really, I mean, that does sound like your normal you, Skipper. Yeah, okay.
1: You must be sobering up a little bit.
0: Sobering. You're starting to sound like yourself. A little bit. Okay. Um, the first one comes from Three O'Clock Parade Beat Rider. Colin um, is actually Rian. You might be interested in this. He is a mm. big fan of Kickstarters. He's his wife is not not. But anyways, he has one here. It's a make your own pineapple wine cider machine. You can actually put in fruit and it will make a turn into a cider. Would you be interested in this?
1: Um. Only to send to somebody in prison, so they didn't have to use a toilet.
0: Oh. You don't no, like I- sangria? I mean, uh, for ciders?
1: They're okay, and if I want one, I will go purchase one. I gotcha. do not feel the need to ferment things at home on purpose. Oh. Second, no. that
3: promotion. I don't know why they sell things like SodaStream and make your own soda and make your own... Up- that people sell this stuff, they do a better job than you can ever do. Trust the professionals. You, yeah. Would I ever trust anything that Drunky made by hand? Are you kidding me? No, I've my life. You learned that lesson once. The Tower of Terror with Guardians of the Galaxy, at least I want to live to see it. So I'm going to buy my cider, not take it from some guy's
0: house. Um, or a toilet. How do you know they washed the fruit? How do you know, Drunky? I made my own pineapple and Rhiannon didn't like it.
1: You So, like, is that different from growing your own pineapple? Like, you made it, like, with, what, like, paper doing or something? I'm doing that, too. I'm doing that Papier too. mache,
0: so. perchance? Colin, it sounds like you're on your own with this Kickstarter, buddy. Um, Chad Taylor has an actual serious question. I'm going to start with Rhiannon on this one. Okay. Chad Taylor, hey, first off, love the podcast, he says. Aww. So he's obviously a good guy. Or uh, Serious question. What's some What's advice, advice for someone touring alone? Best places, places strategy, strategy, advice, etc. Uh, Which is a great question because there are several tips that are better. There are ways to do things. Great that is a great question. Um, anything come to mind first from you guys? When you're talking about
3: traveling alone, you basically have to follow a blogger's touring plan. That's how it works because mm, those people mm. that, that go to the parks alone – they don't care about anybody else. The single rider lines, table for ones in the restaurants like our one at no. Comes-
1: not, no, what?
0: See Skipper. table for one. Yeah, Skipper. Come on. What?
1: do it a shot. Do it a shot. No, I mean first of all, table for one. Don't let's be depressing. Bar. Yes. Always bar.
0: You sit at the bar. That's the number one yes. tip from the three o'clock parade.
1: Yes, because not only are you ordering off of the full menu, but you don't need a reservation and you're, you're not, not that, that sad, sad person. person who the waiter keeps asking, oh, are you waiting for somebody? <laughs> no, at the bar.
0: And you're gonna get better yeah. service, typically. I've found you get better service from the bartender versus like a cocktail server or a, I, I think you get better service. And Especially
1: if you're alone and they feel bad for you.
0: No, in all seriousness, Rand, do you have this? I was talking to somebody at work the other day about this. She was like, I have to wait. I'm like, well, why don't you just go grab what you see at the bar? And she says, I don't like doing that. Because if you're sitting there, if you're a woman sitting that with a man could just sit at the bar and it, it seems normal, but if a woman does it, they often get hit on immediately. Do you mm, have you seen that with anyone you know? I myself blame for that.
1: Yeah, yes, skipper, skipper. <laughs> I oh, am, yeah.
0: and I apologize I, again. It,
1: it depends on the type of establishment you're in. I mean, I think if we're talking about Disney bars, true, no, especially because the majority of the people there are not single people hanging out. Like, it, you know, you walk into your neighborhood sports bar as a woman by yourself and sit at the bar and there are umpteen single men sitting there like watching the game eating nachos. Yeah, maybe, but.
0: True. It's- That's a good point. Yeah. We were talking about like a uh, like world of beer or something like that. So you're right. Totally <laughs> yeah. different.
1: Um, but anything
0: else going to mind? Because I agree sitting at the bar for dining is huge for so many reasons. Like you said, no reservations required. You can just walk up to any restaurant you want that has a bar, sit down and, and enjoy your meal. And you get the social aspect.
1: Yeah. Now, my my other recommendation, and this is all joking aside, because I have traveled by myself before for Disney trips. Um, my only Disneyland trip skipper was by myself. And I have done Disney World, again, before I lived here. Well, and while I lived here. Um, and so my whole thing is I go out of my way to do things that I couldn't do in a group. And that, obviously, is going to vary person to person. Um, so, you know, whether it's going to a restaurant that your friends or family that you usually travel with don't want to go to, go to that place. Same thing for attractions. Um, other thing is just timing. Like a lot of times in a group, you kind of have this general group consensus of like, go, go, go. It, it, well, if that's your usual group consensus, then make it a point by yourself to stop and sit and hang out and do nothing. Or if that's what your group usually does, then go, go, go. And like, yeah, do single rider lines, all that. Um, I also like to take advantage of social media because when I'm in a group, it's deemed quote unquote rude to be on my phone. I'm not really sure why. So when I'm alone in the parks, I like to tweet the shit out of it. I like to, you know, just take, strip myself of the shame of selfies and take some fucking selfies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are some definite bonuses to traveling alone. You don't have to. You can go on the attractions you want, uh, and all that stuff. It really is. It, there really are some bonuses. So, and actually, I will uh, suggest following at Taylor, Brer Taylor B R E R Taylor. He has the most epic solo trips to Disney you will ever see. So, um, go back in his timeline and watch what he does. He comes down and he he just got back from one, and he has epic uh, solo trips. So. Take a look at him as well. Skipper Gucci's chance, he he likes to bring, like, 50 people with him from California. That's Mm. his way of traveling alone. You're the life of the party, like me. It
3: just travels with you. That's how it goes. (laughs) There's no such thing as being alone in my world, baby. That
1: just sounds socially claustrophobic to me.
0: Getting Goofy at Disney would like to know, have you ever heard about the Secret Nachos Rio Grande? at Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn Cafe, and have you heard of others' secret? And I have not, but apparently this this came out this week for the first time. It's $90? Nachos?
1: What is the deal here? What? No, I have
0: not heard of this. $90. Uh, It is
3: a a big theatrical uh, experience down there in the Magic Kingdom Uh, in terms of, I don't know if you guys have ever been at Beaches and Cream, when they yeah. have kitchen sink experience, like the lights dim, some flashing lights come on, and the entire server, all the servers there, join in on the whipped cream little bit of the um, recipe. It's 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 that writ large at Pago's Bills in terms of almost like the entire staff is part of this, uh, bringing you a whole that bunch of drinks. Sounds like my worst nightmare. It's pretty crazy. If you if you if you don't like people, like you said mm-hmm. earlier, you're mm-hmm. going to eat this because this has everyone yeah. in the restaurant looking at you. Uh, and then, of course, the nachos come—a uh, gigantic and all the and all the fixings. And at the end, you actually get like Sheriff Badges is another uh to celebrate your paying ninety dollars plus tax. Well, uh, so it's do you then take a it to the a toppings? Single, bar? I mean, let's
0: be honest—a single, single serving is like twenty dollars. So it's
3: that's true. <laughs> yeah, regular nachos out there cost.
0: Did nice you just stuff. say, Rhianna? Do you take it up to the toppings bar? Yes, <laughs> I, think
1: I think that's, that's a valid, valid question. question.
0: Just go up there and just really go on.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but like, what other reason do you have to go to Pecosville other than the toppings bar?
0: Wait, what's current status of, of uh, cheese? Are they doing cheese or no cheese right now? It's not liquid. No liquid it is, cheese. It's no solid liquid. form. On the bar, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, no cheese at the bar. Yeah. As, so for, the, her, as for the follow-up question, I think... Things start out at Walt Disney World as a secret menu over at Whispering Canyon. They had a secret oh my gallon, hat, ice cream challenge. Yeah, this uh, is
1: why I can't do Whispering Canyon.
3: Then it becomes on the menu. If, they, if it stays, it becomes on the I don't think there's anything else that is, quote unquote, secret other than uh, Drunky asking the bartenders to slip a GHB pill into some drinks uh, when he goes out.
2: Yeah.
0: I actually don't have to ask. I just give that yeah. look. <laughs> <laughs> win. Win a win here? Face. <laughs> can I get a drink for my friend here? <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, let's see. Distinct Worlds. Rhiannon, I'm going to lead this towards you. Distinct Worlds has a two part question. Um, okay. Follow up to uh, the Nikeons SRR from last week. Is the audiobook taped with drinks in a studio or is it taped in at the re- respective bars and lounges? Also, is it filmed at the locations? Can the segments be shown on the Disney TVs in the rooms? Thank you. Hashtag Boner.
1: I'm sorry, sir. I'm going to have to limit to you to one question. That was a barrage was of questions. Um... Uh, Um, not live because that's how things go rogue.
0: I do love the idea though of doing an audio slash video version, but to get them to play it on the Disney TV rooms, that's going to be a tall tale. I mean, that's going to be a tall challenge.
1: How are your hacking skills?
3: (laughs) Can I put this out there after listening to the e-ticket report? Have we considered possibly licensing out them to doing the audio book? Because it really brought a smile To my face, as as soon as I heard those voices, that one guy, the very chap, might sell some copies. But i feel
1: like, you might be the only person that they make smile, so you know.
0: That one guy, Tim. Yeah, that guy Tim has a nice voice. Um, Tim Tim reading
3: the book may stretch it out to be a longer edition than the Harry Potter series as a whole for audiobooks. and maybe you should have Chris and Derek uh, read both. Yeah, Chris, and who's that other guy? The one with the really
0: the other voice that nobody wants to listen to? Oh, Who's that guy?
3: The man who I've always thought I could be and want to be and one day can be. Derek Bergen, that guy?
0: I guess. I don't know. I don't – I guess.
1: Mm, I mean, I like his drawings, but talking, I don't, I don't know.
0: We try to keep him off the – we try to keep him off the radio or the, yeah. as much as possible. Let's put a pin in that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ding! Oh, um, let's, let's see. see. New upcharge. Okay. Outer Rim Jim brings up something that came along, a new tour, the VIP, Ultimate Disney Classics VIP Tour, where you do 10 attractions in four hours at the Magic Kingdom. His question is, new upcharge, what is the end game? Um, and number two part, another 2 part for you, Rhiannon, they keep dancing around tiering how many Fast Pass Pluses you get based on your ticket, hotel, DVC, etc. Do you combine this? A lot of people did that when this came out. They said, this is like paying for fast passes. Is that what you see this tour as? Or do you put it in a tour category?
1: Um, depends on how you define tour. I would, I would personally put it in the VIP tour category, which I put in a different category than classic tours, like you know, Keys to the Kingdom or the, Animal Kingdom 1 where you get to go backstage and, you know, whatever. Um, I qualify the VIP tour things as you're not doing anything that the average guest who just simply purchased past the park can't do. You're just doing it in a really snobby way, flaunting, like I'm being led around by a person wearing plaid and you're not. Um... So, as far as pricing it for fast passes, I don't even look at it that way either because just thinking about the time constraints, um, yeah. if I were to be paying for fast passes, I would then have that freedom. I just paid money for this. I can spread those out how I please and do them in the order I please at the time I please. This is just, I think this is purely for people who have the money, who want to spend it, who want to be guaranteed to get on attractions and aren't. The, regular Disney fans who have yeah. knowledge of the parks and know where to go and how to do it and know what they want to do. They basically yeah. want to be told what to do.
0: Yeah. Right. I, I don't, I, I think these are two separate issues. I believe they are dancing around tiering fast pass plus based on your ticket, hotel DVC, et cetera. Yes. I don't think this is part of that. I think it is something separate that if I think of it as like a group on for VIP tours. <laughs> Yeah. Um, where uh, you're kind of sharing it, but I'm with you. Like I'd much rather have ten individual fast passes. I don't really want to be with a tour guide. <laughs> no. Because I
2: think
0: I've noticed. I've I've uh, talked to them before, and really, what it ends up being is basically it's people where the parents, the adults, really want nothing to do with being there. Here, please take inter- and entertain my kids for the next four hours. Oh, babysitting.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes basically. more sense.
0: Or we'll stand in the back and play on our phones. Do
1: they have know, to do on
0: I, think so. I have a feeling Skipper DeGrichi has some thoughts on this tour. Actually, I just
3: realized I've been doing the whole show without my headphones plugged in. I've been sitting here <laughs> wearing them. Uh, so apparently the the plugs in Texas are a little bit different than we have out in California with all of our OSHA rules. Uh, so I apologize to all the listeners for who knows what they were hearing uh, for the last hour. Sounds
0: exactly
1: the same. Dingy. Go yeah.
3: As for the, yep. the VIP tour, I think the end game is they're going to start making us pay for Fast Passes. Uh, they're just testing farther and farther out of what, what is the test limit of, or how many people will pay for in a given day. and 200 plus a, an admission ticket, so you're basically a $300 day to do 20 rides, half of which you, you really wouldn't have to do that hard to get them. Uh, that's that pushing it.
1: I mean, I that's Disneyland, the kind of thing, if you actually looked at one of those touring plan things, maybe that would help you.
3: Yes. Yeah. I um, think- a much smarter way to do it is go to a reputable website, like say touringplans.com, who have time-tested
2: uh, mm.
3: ways
0: to do just as many if not more yeah, rides. For nothing.
1: You can't believe everything you read on the internet, so
0: Sure. I read on the internet that Skipper Dick Ritchie <laughs> right. The um, thing is about, I agree with you, Skipper Dick Ritchie, that they are going to tear it. Um, I think Max Pass plus over at your neck of the woods. is closer to that testing than this is. This doesn't seem related to that at all. Max Pass Plus, that now it looks like is going to be added to It's a Small World, possibly, because they put up a new sign, according to probably uh, uh, one of the, probably WDW News Today, probably. A beautiful new sign that even has
3: a screen on it, so it's cutely winking at you. It's the Mm. Disney difference, which you just don't get down there. You guys, you two don't understand it, whereas we bask in it. Mm. Yeah.
0: But I, I do think that is so in two different things. No, this is not the end game. This this uh, this tour that is whatever they're doing there. Who knows what they're trying with that? But Max Pass Plus is tiering how many you get based on ticket, hotel, DVC, et cetera. That's where that's the that's what you keep your eye on right now. And on your phone so that you're not – let's just put this – this is theoretical. This
3: could never really happen in real life. But if you had a bunch of magic bands, say you're in your car, and your car was stolen, they're all gone.
4: <laughs>
3: this is on your phone, which you're going to have on you, and you're perfectly safe. Another reason Disneyland's better than Disney World.
0: Well, because you can't get your car stolen? No. Anyways. Uh, oh, the phone thing. Um, Rhiannon, get ready. The next ass Sour Boner is an audio ass Sour Boner, and it's from Mr. – Ben Bowers, a drama day. Ooh. So get get ready.
4: Hello, me old muckers. Um, pardon the background noise. I'm out walking my dog, and it might be a bit windy. That's not the dog. It's actual nature. Um, but I've got a two-part RSL
3: boner for you. Um, so part one is. Countries in World Showcase, which is the single best drink for each of the countries? Um, So it can be whatever. It doesn't have to be all beer, but just like the one drink that you would have from each country that is going to knock your socks off. Part two would be... What would be your ideal itinerary for drinking around the world? So, not going clockwise or like I do and steady. I tend to go anti-clockwise. But
4: if you could flip back and forth between all the countries, what would be your best plan of attack? Would you want to start strong or would you want to finish big, risking the fact that you might be a little bit tipsy and therefore couldn't enjoy
3: it to the max? So let us know, and I shall hopefully see some of you in about
4: three weeks' time. Oh, exciting! Tati, bye! Yay!
0: Three weeks, Tati, by—that's fantastic. Just can't wait. Oh, um, don't, don't forget: three weeks in
3: European time is like six weeks in American time. This no. exchange rate. I it's have
1: it be a while. the calendar. <laughs> I'm
0: excited. Um, I, let's attack it from part two, Rhiannon. Um, we are constrained often by you just don't really want to walk around, you know, jump between three countries at a time. Which way would you go if you could line them up the way you want to? Is there a way that you would prefer to attack these countries?
1: Uh, I, I feel like you could take this question in one of two ways. You could do it in a practical, realistic, all right, you're going to Epcot. But you could also take it into you know, a hypothetical question of you could redesign World Showcase and reorder it so that you weren't having to like Skip back and forth or take boats, and we're actually walking in order. What order would you wish they were in?
3: If you could do whatever you Turn want, wouldn't you? you just stack the money on top of each other like that Chevy commercial so that you wouldn't have to go <laughs> anywhere? They just keep appearing in front like of you. Susus? Exactly. Well, we did. It.
0: There was that idea recently. Somebody had asked, What if we had the omnibus that we could ride around and it would take us in a different order? So I like that we kind of went through it that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, If I could do it myself, I love starting at UK Rose and Crown with a Guinness. That's a good starter beer for me. Um, That's where I want to start. And then I'd love to jump straight to tequila next. So I want to go UK, then straight to Mexico. Um, Norway I want to put near the end, though, because you're starting to to taper off a little bit by then. And then you're just going to get whatever you got there behind the bar. Anything else that needs to be moved from You would probably like to move China up to get
1: some tickets, yeah, tickets, to to I and mean, love. Yeah. So obviously, to answer one eleventh of his question there, because just love in China is the drink to be had. Um, I mean, I I would, yeah, I would be super OCD. I'd probably need a spreadsheet to actually answer this question. Um, because I would want to strategize. Not only getting my hard liquor out of the way first, and then tapering off of beer, but right. also ending in a place that was comfortable. Maybe you know, maybe like maybe a stopover in a place that's comfortable, and ending in a place I don't care about. because I'm like, fuck it, it, mic drop, done.
0: I don't know. I will say where yeah. it works really well. I do love um, for like a nice halftime break. Having American Adventure right in the middle is a good. Like halftime, you got to relax. It's a good Um, halftime spot. Yeah, for me it is.
3: I like it. That's where I start because I like to go in alphabetical order. (laughs) And I rent an ECV, so that really at least triples the amount you can do when you take out walking. Uh, So then, you know, I head over to Arendelle, uh, then to Canada, and then back to China. And I have to move uh, England up instead of the UK because I want it to be closer to my alphabet. And so that's the way I work around.
1: It's no.
0: much
3: more organized that's than
1: these weird smart. things you guys are doing. Yeah.
0: But mm. I will tell you, I will do it really quick. I'm going to go through my. This is what I get in every country. You get, okay. you get. Um, I always get a uh, Guinness. Start there. Then you go to Canada, and I typically get a moose head in Canada. And then I go next door to Boo. I know Mexico, and I get the five dollar shot if I can. Uh, if I don't go inside, I'll get a Dos Equis outside. And then I move on to Norway. I get the Carlsberg there. Go on to China. I don't get the I've never, I've only tasted a Tipsy Dubs and Love. It isn't my favorite. So I just get a Sing Tao. Then I go to uh, Outposts and I go with Safari Amber, like I'm an animal kingdom. And then I go to Germany and we start the wine flight because that's fun to do. I like doing the wine flight. So I do the wine flight there. Then we go to Italy, wine flight there, American Adventure. It depends. Sometimes I just go with a Bud Light, and other times I'll get something from Block & Hans. Then you move on to Japan, and I get Kirin there, and then I move on to um, Morocco, and I get a Casa. Then I go to France, and I get the wine flight again, and then you go, you're back to UK. So there you
1: go. Alright. I'm trying to do this as well. Starting in Mexico, um, I will start with an avocado margarita because I'm feeling spendy um, Norway uh, Carlsberg China to Steph's love uh, if we're stopping an African outpost I will also do Safari Amber Germany some beer um, Italy I will choke down one of their beers America Block and Hans if it's closed I just set something on fire Japan Sapporo France Chimay. Uh, UK the 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 innocent ghana in Canada. Unibrow.
0: Nice. If you could pick your favorite Skipper de you, what's your favorite drink at Upcot?
3: I actually I was more surprised when you said you went to the African Outpost and got Safari Ember because there they have a good cider and I'm just figuring the reason you don't get that is because you make it at home.
0: <laughs> thanks to the mm. the beat writer. Mm, yeah. Thank you, Colin, for the idea. Yeah. Um, Skipper, I know you're going to have a thought on this one, this ass Sour Boner. So I'm going to start with you, Skipper DeGrichie. Um, which this restaurant— Mr. Monkey, because that was my birthday. When oh, yeah. I blew out the candles this
3: morning, it was Mr. Monkey better have a question on ass Sour Boner.
0: <laughs> well, his is just another episode of 3 o'clock radio, and uh, Drunky skipped one of his ass Sour Boners. I think I got one of his last week, though, so I don't know. I'm not sure what the other one was. But there you go. But well, there's your— like, there you are, Mr. Wonky. He's got but- boners aplenty. Skipper to uh, Gritchie, which Ritchie. restaurant will close or completely change the name or menu first? So of these three, Skipper and yes. I'm ready. STK, Pizza Rizzo, or Skipper Canteen?
3: STK, because there's it's much more money has been put into that. It's a much higher flop and a much more potential of getting a lot more money down the road uh, converting to something else.
0: Right. The potential being the highest with a change. I think yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I potential. would say Pizza Rizzo once – I, I think it's in – right now, there's always pictures of people, nobody being in there. Um, downstairs, it is – they vastly improve uh, increase the number of seating in there and that is totally a functional restaurant meaning it is there to serve pizza to a lot of people when they get more people for star wars land coming up that will be needed so i don't think i don't think they have any desire to change that anytime soon it's fine the way it is for them and skipper canteen i don't know is that really struggling anymore i don't know i, do, I mean i know it's not like a must do for majority of day guests but it seems to be picking up steam in the fan community. Yeah, they've done a, ma- a radical rechange of the menu. Uh,
3: but It was more of a capacity restaurant, probably to take some steam away or mm. some heat away from um, Tortilla Tavern, yeah, over there. So I don't, I don't uh, see either of them changing. Especially at Pizza Rizzo, they they really shortened the budget during the making of it. I just can't see them throwing more money at it to change it any anytime soon.
0: And what would you do? I can't think of anything else to do. Um, other make than, the food you know. better. Yeah. Well, yeah, that. yeah, I make mean, good pizza.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I thought it was funny. Um, I was talking with a coworker of mine who uh, just got back from a week at Disney, and I was asking him because I he and his family picked only three parks to go to: did not do Park, Hopper, and so I said, "Don't go to Hollywood Studios," and they did not listen to me and went to Hollywood Studios and. For went Epcot. I, I just can't even. But anyway. Um, and so I was asking about their experience and blah, blah, blah. Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you go to Muppets? It's like, oh, they closed Muppets. I'm like, no, that's there. They're like, nope, nope, that whole land's closed. I'm like, no, it's there. And so basically the moral of the story is, first of all, why do people insist on in arguing with me about my knowledge of Disney? Second of all, Second of all, Hollywood Studios is so fucked up right now, but like people, the average guest who is not a Disney expert doesn't even realize there's something beyond True. Star tours.
0: True. It is you really can't see it. They almost need one of those Diagon Alley barkers to stand there like in a gonzo costume. and you
1: know you know what we need like Sweetums there. But like a giant like hot air balloon, with, like Kermit's face on it or something.
0: No, that would never work.
1: Oh, okay.
2: There, with
3: with all those walls, <laughs> when you have a fountain that's been converted to a planter, I can see why an average, normal, sane person would think there's nothing there. It looks deserted. It's basically the streets of America. This is the streets of Detroit. It looks like
0: a <laughs> disaster. That really is a good, interesting point, Rhiannon. I never thought of that, which probably does play a role in that whole area being deserted. Because you go to the front, I mean, say what you want about Hollywood studios having nothing to do. You go there, the place is very busy with people right now. Like, you go there it's because there's nowhere for them to go. Especially but, at guest yeah. services
3: <laughs> trying to get refunds. That's but, your longest line. <laughs> right.
0: But the fact of the matter is you're there and there are a lot of people except in Muppet area. So maybe that, that might play a role. They, it's, they're literally like kind of like walking by Diagon Alley. They don't even know mm-hmm. there's, there's something, something back there. <laughs> um, so great question, but I agree with um, Skipper Dick Ritchie, STK. Yeah. Except Going back to what we were talking about earlier, Rhiannon, you're kind of asking about the Edison. I kind of wonder if these two were put next to each other for a reason in the master plan that the Edison and STK, that's its role is to be a sort of yin-yang. That's the restaurant for the Edison um, that are literally across the street from each other. Um, Maybe that's the crap they're hoping maybe that will help out STK. Bringing in those people that want to go to the Edison, I don't know. That's just uh, a, a. Yeah, I don't. Know. So maybe they'll hold it, out for that. It seems STK is going in a different direction
3: with the the Walt Disney World Resort is, and they're going for that club vibe and the young adult and maybe couples. Whereas the Walt Disney Resort is going towards, screen younger people with younger families. You know, all the rides are becoming more kid friendly. It's really becoming more characters. So it's just strange that you have the entire resort going in one direction, and then yeah. this one restaurant going in the complete
0: other direction, and not and failing. Yeah. Uh, so, which is what I mean. Like maybe they're going to at least, yeah, or they right. would make a change. Wait till wait for the Edison. Maybe that's their last. Well, at least maybe like I'm sure that maybe they're in meeting saying, well, once Edison comes, you know, yeah. <laughs> let's hope another
4: another
3: carrot another carrot yeah (laughs) but it would it would also uh, be of high profile failure so maybe Disney uh, so no one has any egg on their face could be subsidizing a little bit to keep it going just so nobody has to admit this was a a major uh, mistake compared to the rest which are just resounding successes
2: Mm. yeah
0: it really is it sticks out because of how successful everywhere else is minus aristocrates, apparently um, sure. There was probably no reason to make fun of Aristopage there. Um, low. Low. low, low Drunkies go low, we go, slow, we go high. There <laughs> you got
3: a Get high. That's a California <laughs> joke, in case you guys don't get it.
0: Yeah. It's highbrow humor out there, Skipper. Um, <laughs> theme Park Bachelorette, Drama Day asked about when. Moving on. Um, Three o'clock grade <laughs> beat writer wants to know. Does Drunk at Disney have abnormally large earlobes? I am surprised that it's taken um, someone that long to notice that. Uh, yes, I do. Really? Yeah. That may also... Makes everyone else was kind. ...of why you're going to the
3: African outpost. Are you interested in getting one of those earlobe designs that they have in the African countries to maybe stretch
0: it out where it's more uh. of a tribal thing? What do you think? My mom and dad would kill me.
1: No, so... I'm like a yeah, grown man,
0: but they would definitely disown me. Well,
1: you have some reason, i to make that happen.
3: Um, Start small. Yes, Go to a Hot Topic and get one of those like black little things in there. I'm sure the, the girl at the counter, the goth girl, can show you how big a size you should put in. Gauge. And then we'll work our way up. Um, I like that idea. Um, I, would, add, hey, but, I even got a better idea. Press Once you get a hole in there, we stretch it out. We put pressed pennies in there. <laughs> and maybe we can get a marketing thing out of this from like Disney or Universal. But I'm writing that one. We're we're putting another pin in that. I'm going to write that one down. Yeah,
0: that Let's sounds like what's something what's you would suggest, it? Skipper Dick Ritchie. I heard it from the e-ticket report. I'm going to steal that one. Um, stealing Abigail. Mal- t- <laughs> what was that, which, uh, Skipper?
3: I just found a bell lying around
0: around here. An
3: uh, armadillo Ar- Ar- had it on its back. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You're just not sounding completely like yourself today, Skipper. I don't know. Oh my god. Um, Abigail now Webigail has multiple art things that. Uh, this one she wants to show. Have you seen this hashtag #asssourbonersumsum? Do you see that? There's a great picture of yeah. the uh, asssourbonersumsum. Very that- well.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's go with yes so that it's legitimate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, right
2: it is on. legitimate. Uh, what, do you, what do you
3: think of the idea in general? It's part of the Chicago. Uh, I'm gonna call it some sums. I think that's a much more sane way to say it, even if it's not correct. But they're having ones you can only get in cities New York, uh, LA, Chicago, and Hawaii. What do you guys think, as especially Rian, as a merchandise collector, that Disney's making it incredibly hard to collect certain Fuck pieces them. of merchandise? Fuck
1: them. I don't like it. Well, give
0: it correct me if I'm wrong. Don't you think this is what happens to collectibles when they really jump the shark? Is when you're a kid and you're collecting, Skipper to you might remember collecting baseball cards. Yes. And at some point, you could get like a- On Drysdale, like, and Danny yeah. all the legends. <laughs> out. There would be like the top set, right? So you, in theory, if you bought enough packs of cards, you could get the whole set of top cards. But then they started coming up with like 16 other small sets that it basically made it impossible to ever get to the end. And then you lose interest in the entire genre. But yeah. see, the dream has to be there that you can get them all.
1: Mm, okay, okay. I, sure, I see what you're saying. However, I don't think that applies to zoom Zooms, zoom, zoom. Skipper. some? Um No, because I mean, there's just so fucking many of them that I don't, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there is some human being out there who their life goal is to collect every single one, and you know, God bless and Godspeed, fine. But I don't think that's the average person. That's not the average audience, and so the average person is just excited to see what the new offerings are, and they'll handpick and choose which ones they're interested in, much like pins, much like vinyl mation, etc. And so to make things super difficult, I don't, I don't think that there's somebody out there. That really is like, fuck, I have to have all these. So now I'm gonna yeah. have to like, go on eBay, I have to do this. Oh my God. Instead, I think it's the reverse. I think they're making it so that somebody out there is like, well, I live in Chicago, so I'm gonna go buy these, put them on eBay, because there's gonna be some idiot out there who's either trying to collect every single one or is obsessed with hot dogs and will spend an absorbent amount of money to get that. And I think that's just a little stupid.
3: That sounds like something the guy from the e-ticket report would do. And the Disney oh, Cruise okay. Line also just released a set this past week too, it, but believe it or not, I was listening to the e-ticket report and they met, they have a guy there who goes to the outlets that. every every single month. Believe it or not, and his car hasn't been towed yet. But at the <laughs> outlets right now, from what he's saying, is that the sumsums are not only mm. just $0.99, cents, they're buy to get one at $0.99. Cents. So yep. hopefully nobody's investing like the Beanie Baby craze that we also grew up in. Or nations mm. Yeah, let's, let's hope nobody's putting their financial future uh, at stake into these things because it, it, it appears that maybe the market cannot support.
1: Uh, now I, I feel like I should be like kissing ass of some e-ticket so-and-so to like getting stuff. I don't know. weird.
0: I mean –
4: He's
3: got a voice like an angel. I imagine his heart is just as big.
0: <laughs>
3: mm, I've heard
0: no, that. Now, just, to, just for uh, going f- with that, did, w- did that guy that you were w- reading that report on from the, uh, from the outlets say that there is a large variety of them, or does it seem like it's just the one or two that didn't hit very well? Or is there a large no. variety?
3: No. It, what's interesting is, yeah, uh, certain – lines will basically come in. The Pirates of the Caribbean line came in last month. So you had basically every single one, the dog with the keys, the, wow. the bad pirate, the, the parrot. Before that, it was the, the Tangled line, Pascal. You're not getting the leftovers. Yeah. Right, exactly. Just, yeah, no, actually, you rarely see, like, I imagine the open editions of, like, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Stitch, you never see the ones that you would imagine. And, mm-hmm. boo, they're never there. It's always, like, the, the, the specialty lines, which yeah. you think would have the, the niche audience and the collectors, but... I don't think it's connecting with a, with that many guests based on what I see. Well,
1: I mean, I have a friend who lives in Costa Rica and he's a big Sum Sum fan. They call so it
3: Sum Sum over there. I, I speak think, Spanish, Portuguese. I don't, like, don't remember what language it is over there, but that's how they say mm-hmm. it. Asum,
1: No, no. no. Um, but yeah, so I'm actually I'm collecting ones for him to to ship to him. And so, yeah. I, I just, again, it's this whole, like, you can't get them everywhere. I, I don't like that. I think we should be able yeah. to have access to the ones we want.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Good discussion. I like that.
1: Good.
0: Now, we've got quite a few. There's a few here in a row that I'm just going to kind of rapid fire because they're all kind of just, they're just kind of funny. Three O'Clock Parade rider wants to know, would you rather have a full kidney function for the rest of your life or sell one to afford a night out drinking at Paddlefish? Definitely. Uh,
3: <laughs> I, a, I have a question. Did the three o'clock beat writer spend his entire cruise writing out questions? I'm <laughs> not sure where he fit the time in to send all these questions to the show, unless he was, let's say, stuck at sea with his family.
0: <laughs> Puck nasty Ashley wants to know when can we expect a Drunk at Sam's and um, DJ Disney Nerd, aka Char, to headline Eat to the Beat epic duet. That would be a great duet, Skipper. You've got the voice
2: of an angel. Yeah. I
0: Unfortunately,
3: my the, even though it is my birthday, I'm many birthdays away from being at the minimum age for, save identity young. Uh, so it may be your grandchildren who get to hear my sweet sounds on the Epcot stage.
1: Well, you know what? When that day comes, I may actually get excited for that. All right. As opposed to chin blossoms.
0: I love, this is one of my favorites. This is Ian tweets. Um, from at Ian Rides. I believe this is the first time he's ever uh, submitted, so thank you for submitting. Um, he is clearly a Universal fan from his uh, instinct. I think is, uh, I may be an in-the-closet Universal
3: fan, Listen, to E-Ticket Report that company
0: makes. I, like I love these options. He says you have to take the good with the bad, so which you choose? Um, no alcohol at Epcot, bed bugs at the Grand Floridian, amoebas at the water parks, and garden wing at the contemporary. <laughs> I love that Garden Wing is on the same level as Amoebas, bed bugs. There, there would be no Epcot without
3: alcohol. So yeah, I guess you kind of have to go that way. The park would close.
0: <laughs> that leads me to um, the next question from Brian Lamas wants to know um, At Epcot now, how long do we think everything that is currently closed or empty will stay that way? Good question. Okay, yep. I thought it was uh, a joke, but he's being what's serious. Going, I think what's going to be faster
3: is the things that are full right now are going to become empty and join them. up. That's going to be a much quicker timeline if we're going to work on that.
0: <laughs> um, based on the timeline, my I do have a theory on this. And I think it's coming up. Uh, we're going to have something else about Epcot here in a minute. Based on the current timeline, where they announced uh, last year for Star Wars and they're saying it's going to be done in 2019, so that's, what, a three-year turnaround? I would expect... An announcement around 18, so 1920, so 2021 is when you'll have something at Epcot.
1: Fuck. I might be dead by then, guys. When
3: well, so you say something. something, you just mean more kiosks selling food in the <laughs> World well, okay, Showcase, right? No, those it's, will be actual, actual.
1: Those will be. days update. of festival.
3: Food trucks. Maybe
0: that's what you're thinking are gonna come in. <laughs> hmm. Thankfully, food trucks are kind of going the way of the dinosaur, I think. There's a Walmart food truck now. Doesn't that mean it's Jump the Shark? Mm hmm. Um. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Livy. Your your liver, Rhiannon posted a picture. Oh, they paddle a bottle that says "molasses," and the mole is saying, "So, what do they do with the rest of the mole?" Oh, Livy.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. That leads us right to Ian McGregor. Saw a rumor in quotes that there is to be a billion dollar investment coming to Epcot. What would you like to see done? I don't even think that was a rumor. Didn't that actually come out from an announcement a while ago? No. That, no. no, it didn't? What, what <laughs> no. Did it? No. Say then. It did say yeah. something. He
3: just, uh, is- Bob Chapek, Bob the person currently ruining Walt Disney World, hmm. told in an a, a audience full of fanboys that he allegedly told Imagineers to, quote, dream big, end quote, implying that a bunch of money is going to be tossed into Epcot. Uh, but this is the same thing that Charlatans and what Barnum and Bailey have been telling crowds for years. They just want to get you to empty your pockets on the dream that something when you go into the freak show that you're gonna see something that's you know not at your imagination is much better than the reality of what you get. So that's your billion dollars. It's actually gonna be another festival coming in the sixty day, or the sixty days, the twenty days in between the food and wine and the festival of the arts. So fit a bit of Christmas festival in there.
0: I totally Patty, agree in yeah. the short term. I totally agree in the short term. But I want to jump to a question because I think it sheds some light on it. WDW owner brings up, asks, so how long can Disney do the, quote, less people, more money thing? Um, they, what they announced: 4% less in the last quarter. Attendance was down 4%. But spending was up again or whatever. Same thing. So it's, the trend continues. Less people, more money. How long can that go, and will that drop in attendance possibly influence the Epcot thing? Mm-hmm. I,
3: you, I don't think they're happy about that loss in attendance. It's not like that was their right. goal. It's like people. Wasn't it? They're no, probably shocked. And you brought up the the um, baseball cards earlier, uh, Drunky. Most of our hobbies we've seen have been destroyed by this short term. Gouge the hardcore fans at the short term, to, and they lose the long term. Same thing happened with comic books. Uh, so a lot of things happened to the, the movie theaters, and they've had to now re- try to get people back in because they kind of burned their bridges. Uh, you can only keep raising prices and give a, a less value to what you're having before the people go home and just tell their friends and family, uh, I, "I don't feel like I got value from it," and they, they don't want to go back. So you can get a, a short term influx and make it seem like everything's rosy, and we'll have this uh, momentum forever. And then you hit the wall and what's what happens is it's really hard to go from that point forward because now your track record and your goodwill is gone. Yeah,
1: but I, I I feel like I interpreted the question a little bit differently because I'm not saying that you are providing a lesser valued experience. I'm interpreting it to mean that, you know, you're gonna pay more for dessert parties and private tours and then they're gonna take that cash and they're gonna build fucking Pandora. And Star Wars land and yada yada. And so you you actually are going to have a better experience. you are going to turn around and go home and tell your friends you should go. It's just that you're telling your friends at the country club, not at Shoney's. Well,
0: that is true. I will say the one thing that people keep saying, Disney's only catering to the upper, upper, upper. But aren't they in all seriousness and take all entertainment. This is not just Disney. All entertainment and travel is going that way because that's what the country is doing. Everyone's talking about the, the middle class is going away. Do they even have a choice but to do this? Aren't the numbers going to well, go away just because the middle
3: class is eroding in general? It, it doesn't seem that all of their competition from Dollywood uh, on the Midwest, the uh, Universal on both California and, and Florida, that doesn't seem the mentality and World, Busch Gardens, you name it. Nobody else is going in the direction Disney is with these high end experiences and just really catering to a quote unquote one percent. Not theme parks. I agree. Parks. All the rest of them are going much more broader and putting in new different things. than Jago came yeah, out for okay. this year. Oh, absolutely. But, but I, a of was, none of them are going that direction. So I disagree. I've
1: also read a bunch that you know when we, especially when we get into the conversations about a potential fifth gate or something where they just can't even support that bandwidth. And so at this point, you'd have to start looking, and we discussed this last week, about putting in another resort. And, you know, you'd have to just look at the infrastructure to support more people. And so if you're going to have more people spending less dollars, you have to have the means to support that. And so there have been a bunch of people who have said they currently, and so this could change, but they currently do not have the means to support a greater influx of guests. So they're kind of forced to go this other route of, well, mm. let's just charge more and, you know, try and make it worth their while. Yeah.
0: Well, here's what I – this leads me back to I, – I see what you're saying, Rihanna, but now I want to go back to the question of how long can it last and that attendance thing. For, for years, the board, they were able to tell the shareholders, look, we're attendance is going up. Attendance is going up and the shareholders are telling them, well, stop spending money. We want to keep that profit rolling in. This for this drop in attendance does have to scare the board a bit to saying, okay, maybe we have reached that point. So will that push them to green light something more at Epcot than down the road? I don't know. Um,
1: I mean, I feel like they should green light something at Epcot regardless. Of course. Because to go back to Skipper's point of people going home and relaying their experiences to their friends and family, even the people who can afford it and had great VIP tours, if they're walking into Epcot and it's like, well, there are these two random weird buildings on either side of you and you enter the park and they're empty, weird. So you know, yeah. you have to put something there.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, people, this, we are at that point two years ago at Hollywood Studios where everyone was saying, why don't, why don't they put something in Hollywood Studios? Why don't they put something in Hollywood Studios? Why don't they put something in Hollywood Studios? We're at that point now at Epcot where the decision has been made, in my opinion, to do something. Now we're just waiting on what that is. And they're waiting on See, I, figuring out what that's coming. It's a I, du- I think it's a with
1: you. deal. I actually, I mean, I agree with you in the done deal part of this statement. But I disagree with you with why don't they put something in Hollywood Studios? Because they had things. It, I think the conversation was more like, well, where do we put Star Wars? Okay, we're going like to tear down Streets of America. We're going to tear down the Cars attraction. We're going to tear down... I refreshments and we're gonna put Star Wars there and, and Toy Story and we're gonna like, do stuff. Whereas Epcot, they're not even saying that. They're just like, well, we're gonna close some stuff. Crickets.
0: Well that's what they did first at Hollywood Studios too. They just started closing stuff. Like Backlot was, tour, they just closed it.
1: There was always the assumption though that Star Wars was coming. And you could you can say that it was an assumption. We could we may have been wrong. We weren't. But right. we could have been wrong, whereas there's no assumption right now with Epcot other than something.
0: Well, Guardians of the Galaxy or something along those lines is the assumption that I'm hearing.
1: Ugh. And yeah, the size possibly... The skipper on second
0: IPs and yeah. everything. And possibly imagination would be the other...
1: Well, that would be fucking awesome. I would support that.
3: So anyway... Uh, I do appreciate Drunkies rewriting history that it was two years ago when people complained about more rides. It was ten years ago. People no, I when, <laughs> Two or eight <laughs> years ago, they finally got pacified. I was not going to
0: say Oh, definitely. Well, that's the thing. If people joke about Hollywood Studios now having nothing to do. The exact same number of attractions exists now as did 10 years ago. <laughs> it is not any worse off now than it was 10 years ago, minus the streets of America, <laughs> for the most part. Like real, It's it, it was, you're right. It was in that position for a long, long time.
3: This, this will be an interesting winter because now it's going to be missing really the legitimate best thing it, it had in Disney with the Osborne Lights. Uh, what what that park is like for three months uh, when it had the best thing around at Christmas, and now
0: it's not going to have anything.
1: The winter of our discontent. Let's
0: see. Um, good. All right. Let's see. Um, so let's, let's
3: put, if you, uh, in the annual report or the quarter the report, said attendance was down 4%. What would have changed in the last— Four months, or, or in the upcoming eight months, or I guess the Avatar is as of Avatar. What is coming in the parks? It's going to turn that number around. The prices are going up. That's that's the one thing that's going to change right. calendar year to get people back in the parks. I mean, that, that
0: doesn't seem like it's going to work to me. I don't think those numbers. I agree, and that's what I'm saying. I think they did see those, and I it is a trend now because it happened the last quarter too, and I think they're seeing it, and I I do think that will continue to force the hand. And I do, I think that's evidence that something I really do firmly believe, again, in short term, yeah, there's gonna be another festival at Epcot. Yeah, of course, that's what the park is doing to make up for the fact that they're not getting anything big. But the decision has been made to do something big there. It's just, we're not gonna, it's not gonna happen like overnight. It will be that same timeline of maybe announced in a year, two years, maybe to actually start. And then, so we're talking another three years past that. So we, in my head, we're talking four or five years still to see something. So anyway, that would be the short term Sadly. in my head. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So yeah, we are we are going to get more festivals and crap in the meantime, of course. Um, Bay Lake Spence, Rhiannon, this is straight to you. With Star Wars landing getting a year of release, what's the over under that you will be a huge fan by then? Are you going to be? Are you going to get more excited about? Or is it going to be like Avatar? Yeah, I'll go check it out. Not that excited.
1: Basically, yes, that. Um, I think with the the slight slight difference difference being just just to to segue from what we were just talking about, the the fact fact that right now I really, there's there's so so little I I want want to do or look forward to to doing in Hollywood studios that to have a new land opening would really pique my interest. Even if it's it's not a franchise I personally personally give a shit about, I'm still interested to have something else to do there. Whereas yeah. I never once said that about Animal Kingdom. Like I love right. it. I don't need yeah. something else there. Of course, I'm going to go see that and experience that and ride those rides and you know, go eat their food or whatever. But I didn't I never once said I need something more there. Whereas yeah. Hollywood Studio I need something more there. So
0: I, I really do have a a theory that I think the the James Cameron that kind of came out of nowhere while they were waiting. And I really think Animal Kingdom kind of cut in line in the scheme of things, the long-term thing. Animal Kingdom kind of cut through, cut in line and got ahead of Epcot and Hollywood Studios kind of by accident. Um, because you're right, it, right now, at, as we look right now, it's probably the second most park with stuff to do.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Even without Pandora. That's <laughs> little
3: Yeah. Little... <laughs> that's one of the kind of compliments I've ever heard <laughs> I don't think that's a compliment
1: but like again oh, going the back, mall millennia is
3: now the second best mall in Florida <laughs> hey shut up I love Animal
0: Kingdom We will not I will not allow it I will not allow it
1: but just um, to go back to like conversations with the average Joe who is not a Disney fanatic they're not on Disney Twitter they don't go to the parks multiple times a year or even once a year I again had a conversation with some co-workers the other day and somehow we got on the subject of Avatar and Pandora and, you know, one co-worker's like, why are they doing that? Like, there's just the one movie. It's like, no, no, it's going to be a trilogy. Like, the average person doesn't know that and the average person does not give a shit. And so, yeah. yeah
0: that part did not go according to plan. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so... Not that excited, Bailey Expense. Um, DJ Dizwire. I'm excited. First off, DJ Dizwire, um, he was the one responsible for that uh, awesome intro song that we had today, DJ Dizwire. Um, I thought that was beautiful. It brought literal tears to me. I know it did, Skipper. Um, He wants to know, now that it's his birthday, again, happy birthday, Dizwire. Um, Now that you're 40, what three things need to be added to his Disney Parks bucket list He's got Victorian Alberts, Polly, and Grand California Suites already on it. What does Dizwire have to do? What's what's the top things as you grow up Um, as a a really adulting at Disney?
1: Well, I'm not hearing anything about a $15,000 21 Royal Street dinner. Right? I'm not hearing anything about a down payment on a Golden Oak home. So I mean, I well, well
3: Dizwire is from Minnesota. All the homes are made out of oak or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. That's it's a like big deal. up there, though.
0: You're hitting it though, Victoria. Although Victoria, Alberts, uh, yep, yeah, the Polynesian gotta stay a Polynesian. Uh, uh, Grand bungalow. California Suites. Got a bungalow. Come on, Dizwire, go bigger, go home Get
3: an arranged marriage with Tom Cruise. You can do a night in Cinderella Castle. That's a that's a big thing.
0: Mm.
2: So
3: join the Church of Scientology. It's not that hard. You just need a couple bucks. Uh, basically, it's they're, they're the Disney-type model. Uh, just keep giving more and more money, and you're going to move up.
1: Yeah. I don't know. He, he told me today, like, he sent me this link to um, an actual artifact in the Haunted Mansion for sale, to which I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for buying that for me. And oh, he like, mansion? Yeah. And he was like, oh, uh, no, because, like, money doesn't grow on trees or, like, some bullshit excuse like that. So I don't know. No. <laughs>
0: um. Uh, Jen with two N's wants to know, worst attraction to ride, cue to finish when you're shit-faced and sloppy, Star Tours, Mission Space, or Dinosaur? <laughs> Which is not the worst even drunk ride? a contest. Yeah.
1: Mission Space. Mission exactly.
0: Space. Mission
1: Space.
0: I don't do
1: that sober, okay?
0: Dinosaur might actually, to me, make it – I would Better. be less, <laughs> less uh, scared and I would be less – uh, affected by the sh- the shaking. Oh, no, I, I, if you actually had enough to drink, I would I'd go to La Cava,
3: get some good shots there, then go right and then go to Emma Kingdom, ride Dinosaur, and you could actually pretend it's like Indiana Jones out here in Disneyland, a much better <laughs> version of it.
2: So, mm-hmm.
3: uh,
0: Skipper, for you and your Disneyland. Um, DisWire. Uh, oh, let's see. Dean wants to know Disney Dean Cruise from Wire Connecticut. Alaska. Yes, Dean from <laughs> Connecticut um from adventures out there travel Oh he's he's set, he's answering Disney Cruise Line Alaska Adventures by Disney Anywhere Party on the Grand One Yacht Ooh Grand One Yacht is a good one I,
1: I you yes. know that is
0: that's how good it is At the Grand Floridian they have a yacht it's awesome Is
3: um, that the same yacht where if you pay $20 per person they'll drive you over to Fort Will No,
0: that's way not a, that, that's a different yacht that. Well I was I, I paid yeah. the wrong
3: amount didn't
0: I Is that is that hmm. even going yet That's is that even happening yet they announced that a while ago. I haven't heard anything about it since.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Discounselor Seven. Uh, Polly's choice. Um, Skipper, as you remember, because you're you know you're on here every week. Um, Polly's choice is you have to destroy one, fast pass one, and refurb one. So Seven Seas Lagoon boats, Sassagoula River water taxis, or International Gateway Friendship boats. Well,
3: That's I'd a just, tough one. I would destroy the International Gateway Boat, and maybe the International Gateway Waterway. Just walk over. Everything is close enough just to walk. Destroy the boats. Don't eat them. Destroy the whole water. Fill it up with, use the same, whatever they put in the Muppets Fountain, fill in that whole area. Just make it a big, people, kids can run around. Speaking of <laughs> fire, you can just picture your own Laurel wild running in the fields right there. There you go. So that's, oh. that's done. I'd refurb um, the Seven Seas Lagoons and whatever the last one was, the last one was.
0: There
2: you
0: go. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree with International's Gateway. Not only can you walk and it's quicker to walk, yes. it's quicker because they're the slowest boats ever made in the Who world. And a the, boat. the
1: umpteen Put fucking the stops, too.
3: To Epcot. Yeah, I don't get it. Unless they had a bar. Put a bar mm. on the boat. To let the an reefer. And then That's slow it down fair. a little bit
0: more. Then we're all set. We killed, yeah. we killed two birds with one stone right there. That's right, Skipper. Well done. Thank you. Um, Seven Seas Lagoon, and the one I would want to refurb would be all of them to add bars. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll just take that same idea on all of them. Although they are a little bit more lax, and that's where services come in, um, is being able to bring drinks onto the boat is really helpful.
1: I would also say, as far as refurb goes, one thing that the Sasagal River boats have going for them is that if you sit in the back row, they're very vibrating.
0: Oh, i you're not the first to have noticed that? Mm. That back row on Sasagula? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Typically, when you have females in the room, yeah. they like to go to the back. That's true. I, I bought it breakfast once. Mm-hmm.
3: How yep. about this? We put bars at all the boat docks.
0: Like pizza? Oh, the pizza at the bus stops, and we'll do bars at the boat docks? Exactly. Maybe put pizza there, too.
3: Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's just go all out. It's like Disney hates money.
0: Yeah, they clearly have. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Somebody it's like really a copy it. of this show to Bob Chapek,
0: and he's got his new idea. If all the new ideas come from this show. You, yours, you, at least five or six of your ideas alone, Skipper, have been brought out. They should. Yep. Um, we're getting down to the end here of Ask our Boner. Tex, textoso Jake wants to know, if one happened to be staying at Port Orleans Riverside for the Star Wars SWHMDS weekend, it's a running event. I'm not sure what Star Wars has. Disney Springs. I don't know. It's a a running weekend, though. Should they host an old man pool slash yeehaw Bob meetup for the Rum Runners, which is the um, fan version of the Rum Runner group? Um, Yes, the Pineapple Gallery would love to go hang out there. Textoso Jake. That was a uh, trick
3: question, I think. He just made up a whole bunch of things that don't (laughs) exist. I think there He might was be trying a run- to catch
0: you, and I think he got you, drunkie. <laughs> None of that exists. He's completely wrong. <laughs> but in all seriousness, if you're a runner and you have not joined yet, go uh, talk to Dirt Cheap Disney about joining the Rum Runners running group. Um, let's see. Getting down to it. Uh, w- WDW Owner. This is an interesting one. And it, it does affect the future of the parks. Will people changing their travel plans of overseas travel due to restrictions change? I'm not sure where Trump. Anyways, yeah, I know it's a Trump thing. How? In all seriousness, what do you think this really will affect tourism? I'm afraid it will. Some of my, a good chunk of my uh, household income comes from the travel and tourism industry. I am worried about this um, on tourism, and will it affect, of course, Disney fans? Male escorts have really been hurt by this.
3: (laughs) I I didn't realize it hit Greek. I thought it was just those seven other countries. I didn't realize it's one around the Mediterranean.
0: Has not been talked about that much. I haven't seen too much about the uh, effect on travel to, to the U.S. and from the U.S. Will it affect international travel and Disney?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I would
3: think an overall level of what is going on. I mean, people hesitant. The, the saner people, unfortunately, are <laughs> probably going to be less hesitant to come or more hesitant to come. And the insane people are going to want to come because uh, this is not <laughs> like the wild, wild west. And, and people, they can do whatever they want here. They can spray paint no. whatever they want. They can yell at whoever they want. And there's no repercussions. Uh, so we could have an insult. Stand an
0: their ground. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, none of I'm this helps Disney. None, none of no, this helps Disney. None of it does. This nothing in the last year has helped yeah. Disney. Yeah, <laughs> I and mean, you what, had I uh, get bit just... by, a, by a gator. You had Zika. You have. I mean, it really well, has been a terrible year. As for as Sean Pfizer said, at least nobody covered the uh, Pulse shootings because that
3: really right. would have done. They oh, to cover that. Yeah, that, that <laughs> would have been scary. But one thing that happened this week that he probably really didn't like was a. Uh, Variety picked up a story in many other outlets uh, that somebody put a petition for Bob Iger to either excuse himself from Trump's advisory board or explain himself. And that's the one thing that Disney hates more than anything else is bad public relations, You know, that's when they finally changed uh, their GAC card. It's when the, the Today Show or whoever it was did an expose on people abusing it. That's when they finally cracked down and do stuff right. when they get back publicity. So them, yeah. the, him joining the advisory, that was nothing. But it's when other sites pick it up on it and get say thousands of people are saying right. this, that's when something yeah. might actually to change. Oh, and with the it. amount of minorities <sighs> and, pop and the gay and lesbian community that are really tied into Disney, that, that is, it's really one of the most inclusive areas in all of America, uh, it's really shocking that he's hand-in-hand hand with Trump. So I'm, I would not be surprised if, if, if something is said this year where they backstep
0: away from that. hmm yeah. Uh, so it, I sure a straight- so, hope so. Um, Skipper Dick Ritchie, once again, happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Happy birthday. I don't look at day over 22. I, there are a few people who would like to say happy birthday to you. This first one is Diz Counselor would like to give a shout-out, a nice happy birthday shout-out. Hey, 3 o'clock parade, and Skipper Dick Ritchie, Diz Counselor here, uh, just uh, coming to say happy birthday, sir, uh, from way up here north in Buffalo. Not quite as north as Disney Store Canada, but we do have Tim Hortons. Um, Cheers, and many happy returns of the day to you, sir.
3: Thank you very much, Diz Counselor. You're my favorite listener of the 3 o'clock parade outside of Mr. Monkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Foley would also, and what appears to be possibly Mr. Foley uh, is there as well. Oh, she never
1: told. Me happy birthday, Skipper! Happy birthday, Skipper! Yeah. More
2: time they Didn't hear it. it
1: like they were at Disney's Hollywood
0: Studios at the time, so they clearly had time to sit and make. A I don't. I
3: don't think they were at Hollywood Studios. I heard a crowd behind them, so they, they had to look been somewhere well. else. <laughs>
0: That is the shocking thing though. People joke about how it's they should close it. They should close it. But when you go, it's like shoulder to shoulder people when you get there. Because there's five things to do. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that it isn't because of that, but it really is. Yeah, that
3: they had they had to go get Temple Graden to put in a walkway <laughs> for people so they don't lose their minds walking down Hollywood Boulevard.
0: <laughs> oh, and we wow. That today.
3: Like- yeah, this is. That good.
0: I want to lead this to – first, I want to apologize to Ellen. She's from the 3 O'Clock Parade News as well. Um, she uh, did a an interview at Disney Springs, and it really is really hard to hear. So I'm not going to play it, but um, we can talk about it. Um, first off, she'd like to uh, wish Skipper Dick Ritchie a happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Skipper Dick happy
2: birthday to you can't wait
1: to see you in march to have a few cocktails together hope your birthday is a great one
3: wow she said
1: dick and cock
3: i am really regretting the the choice of self-pleasuring earlier on today because (laughs) i had no idea the opportunities that would be available Mm -hmm. later that night Mm -hmm. that is one of the best Happy birthday wishes I have ever received. Thank you so much, Ellen.
0: Wow. Um, her news report was about um, uh, it's the story of Disney Springs and Planet Hollywood. Um, she the guy did not want to be recorded, so he, she had to like set it down on the table and it really was, it, was it really the hard to, <laughs> <laughs> was really hard to hear. Was Some guy of the guy here people, um, <laughs> So Ella did a wonderful job. It just was difficult to play. Um, Let's see the final "At Sour Boner" might be my favorite of all time. Um, It's a great one, and it really does sum up um, uh, a certain segment of the Disney fandom and experience. Brian Lamas would like to say uh, this was two hours ago. He's uh, I'm at Magic Kingdom with a buzz, and I can't find my stroller. How did my life get to this point? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. SLR. Wow. I
1: think you're doing it right. I think you're doing it right. <laughs> bet,
0: I'm at the Magic Kingdom with a buzz. Can't find my stroller. Oh,
1: well, great. you know, it could be worse. You could be like, I'm at the Magic Kingdom with a buzz. I can't find my child.
0: Nope. Um first off, as always. That is our final last sour boner. Any final thoughts? First off, uh, Rhiannon, do you have any final thoughts this evening? Yeah,
2: I'm
0: good. All right. Skipper Dick Ritchie, any final thoughts?
3: I'd like to encourage everyone listening to do what I did and go on iTunes, search out the e-ticket report, and <laughs> just give a gift to yourself, basically. In lieu of a gift, a birthday gift for me, despite I, I deserve one, I want to pay it forward. <sighs> and give Great a gift to yourself, yourself, download the e-ticket report mm,
2: and just sorry. really
3: just lay down. It. Maybe you podcast. might be self-pleasuring yourself like
1: I did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Self-pleasuring Rhiannon, yourself is what what? I,
0: I think we brown. have a sorry. I think we have an imposter in our mix. What? I think I think I finally figured it out.
1: That was not we invaded.
0: We've been invaded. That's Derek Bergen. By God, that's, that's Derek Bergen. Derek. Be Use it. Wait, what? What? That's Derek Bergen. He called it a zipper. You? That guy. Which guy? Speak for yourself.
3: It was me. It was me all along, drunky.
0: What?
1: We have been invaded
0: by our evil enemy, Derek Bergen, from the goddamn e-ticket report. We've been foiled.
3: ever believe that Disneyland is a better park than Walt Disney World. We have it all down here in Florida with the Universal Land Resort, Walt Disney World, Busch Gardens, Legoland, we got it all, baby. They got two little tiny parks that you can (laughs) see from the road. As everyone says about Volcano Bay, anything seen from the road sucks. Given (laughs) his knowledge
1: of time zones on the West Coast? Hard to believe it. I, I don't believe it.
0: Hard to believe it. Well, In all seriousness, Derek, thank you for joining us tonight on the 3 o'clock parade. In all seriousness, folks, Skipper DiGrichi is right out now. He started drinking probably 12 hours ago. He's still going strong. There was no way he was going to stop to record a podcast tonight on his birthday. So uh, happy birthday to Skipper DiGrichi out in Texas partying up like a rock star. And thank you, Derek Bergen, for joining us.
3: Always. Uh,
0: For the fans, by the fans. I knew so
3: we uh, believe I it. Even for your are parade fans, as scurvy as they are.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the final thought is in celebration of Skipper Dick Rich's birthday, not only did we start with Dizwire's club anthem that actually includes Derek Bergen at the very end. Um, we are gonna find the final float of today is a brand new song from The Godfather. Of three o'clock parade songs mr dustin verdon and it is called brunch so hard so take it away disney dustin thanks for listening three o'clock parade and Derek bergen congolose we're
4: gonna skate to one song one
1: song only.
2: hey hey at disney dustin back in the house with the three o'clock parade this one goes out to the hashtag family. I'm hungry. Let's go. Brunch so hard in the hashtag family. Come closer so you can see. But we you and I reckon that we're gonna go for seconds, motherfucker. Oh, you can't eat. Brunch so hard, this shit crazy. Spinning that Susan, she lazy. As a group, we're a muscle twenty-two, and this is when this shit gets hazy. Brun so hard up in here with blood and everything like beer. Brun so hard since we here at the buffet line, we don't play fair waffles we cover and topics yo take your pick i like whipped cream strawberries and chocolate yo that's the shit. run so hard we ignore the clock running out of champagne gotta restock all these other donuts, they be in and out we ain't thinning out we get more locks run so hard this is how we do got here at eight now it's after two way to coming over trying to give us a check we ain't over yet i thought you got the clue Braun so hard, let's get eggs. Hitting fancy with the confit duck legs. Mall bottle, we full throttle. Gonna drink it till we hit the dregs. Braun so hard, yeah, all day. That's how we do it with the family. Orlando, we can not go to boat house or show nays. Bronzo hard with the hashtag family. That key's cray. That key's cray. That key's cray. Bronzo hard with the hashtag family. That key's cray.